welcome to the Creative Marinade with myself, Francisco Rebello, and my good friend, Anita, aka Ana Clara Lopez, aka the coolest Argentinian designer in Australia, <laughs> aka one of my best friends in Sydney, Australia, aka my camping bro, my Friday night, Surrey Hills, Newtown, Manly crew, and what else? Just an all-round good person. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my matching, matching, matching jumper vibe. And I am really happy to share her story. Um, so maybe someone out there can like be inspired by her journey. And last year we did a talk together in my work with the design kids. I did a talk, I got all my different Sydney design friends to do a talk and Anita did one and she killed it, obviously, <laughs> but also more than just like the thing that I personally like about hearing about designers and creatives is the like personal, personal journey and personal aspects that took them to where they are in their job. And Anita shared a lot of really cool insights that, um, I'd like to share with a wider audience like today. So Anita, you tell us, tell us what you do, who you are. Thank you, Francisco. And yes, it's been a pleasure to attend to your talk last year. Uh, I think that is really good what you're doing because you're giving like a voice to just normal designers like me and the other guys that did the talk to share their experience, which are like, ordinary <laughs> they're like normal but they're great because they're like really human and each of their stories has like something if, you but know yeah. what it's like in in some ways like it's normal ordinary but in many ways it's not like i don't until i came to australia i never met no one from argentina like somewhere argentina sydney australia she's got a surfboard in the background like those are cool stories that maybe people need to know about like you know I'm lucky enough to meet such people and I think more people should know about it. So anyway, I interrupted you, go on. <laughs> yes, like it's, like, it's a mix of it. I'm from Argentina, but also uh, one of the things about me is that I was born in Argentina, but I have the, during my childhood, I live in like different places. So one of the things that I mentioned in my talk is that I have the pleasure, maybe not when I was a kid to, to travel abroad uh, in different countries and also experience different situations because you know like in each country that i've been in i felt like different experience and also i i discovered new cultures which sometimes was a little bit like shocking at the beginning because it's like you think that in like everyone is like you and then like when going to other countries you realize that everything is completely different mm -hmm. uh and nowadays with technology, you can realize about that. Like if you look Instagram, it opens or like other social media channels, it opens your eye of like what other countries do or like how other cultures work. But still it's like quite quite unique, have the experience to live in, in different places and, and understand how people behave. Mm. That's great, but you didn't answer my question. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I what, what I'm doing. I like talking. No, I'm joking. 
Um, at the moment, I'm a service slash product designer. Oh, yeah. uh, I've been working for a consultancy over a year. Uh, this consultancy is known as Fjord and also Accenture. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I can I know your background. I'm going to, like, go into that. But also, like, uh, for the people that don't know what a service designer is, um, yeah, tell us, like, what type of projects do you work on? What is the – for someone who wants to become – who maybe have the skill set to be a service designer, like, um, what does it involve? Yeah, so it's very tricky because when you go to uni or when you finish – school you don't get to see anywhere like what a product designer is or service designers and when i'm saying product designer i refer more not in like to physical products mm. not like industrial uh, designer is more like digital products like apps websites uh and any other thing that is related with screen um so I will first explain what is like service design and then product design. And these are like careers that are still evolving through the time. And it's a little bit tricky because depending on which company you work, it could be a little bit different. So I work in a consultant and in a consultant, I work around like different projects, which clients have like different asks, but everything is related about uh, the is everything is related about like human centered design. So everything like we do is related to put the human in the middle of every experience that we do. So with service design is more around like designing experience. So for example, um, if you want to buy a coffee and you're in the street walking uh, and you step out and you find a 7-Eleven, you decide to get the coffee, buy at 7-Eleven, drink the coffee, and then you're happy about it. So I'm the person that I'm behind all that experience. So since the beginning and since till the end, I'm the one designing that experience uh, for you guys to drink that coffee, which you won't notice, but it's been like a designer working on that. And yes, that is like service design. Yeah. But I and, yeah. No, that, that's, and that's actually we'll, really good. But I want to clarify, like, for example... I'm a designer, graphic designer. When you say the coffee, like I'll design the sign, for example, you know, like the typography, the color. And I was saying last time you were telling Romy about our friend Romy about your work. And she was like, oh, what's the graphic des design in that? So when you say service design and designing the coffee, how you get your coffee, what does that kind of, what does that involve like from what you do? Yes, that, that is a really good question that I should have mentioned. So service design is like more holistic. So when you do, when you're a service designer, you have like, what you do is like, instead of working on a specific problem, like how to get a, like the design of like the coffee cup, we tend to see everything widely from the beginning to the end of the experience. So service design is more around understanding the whole experience rather than like designing for like specific things. So when we talk about service design is more holistic and then mm. it goes like it's funnels to like graphic design or product design or 
any other like thing that could be like designing like just the coffee cup that I mentioned. So service design is really big and then like you you funnel to get like those results. Mm. So it's something that's quite tangible. I didn't even think I was going to ask you all this, but I'm actually curious and like, because like there's web design, graphic design, you're designing graphic design, you're designing the sign, website design, you're designing the website that people click through. There's UX design where maybe you're not choosing the colors and fonts, but you're thinking about how people get from the homepage to the product page to click buy. And service design is like a step even outside of the website and it's how people get from the advertising to the signage to the front door to the the menu to yeah like it's yeah and even the employer or even the experience that is like that that no one sees so mm. what is good about service design is like it's like when you do a service design project you have to for example map an experience so you can see what are like the gaps between like everything in the experience and you can connect them. Mm. So say that, for example, buying a coffee at 7-Eleven, when you map that experience as a service designer, you not only think about the user, but also think about the person that works at 7-Eleven that needs to, for example, fix the machine or needs to like, uh, like, like get like the coffee, like, Yes, get the client to pay the coffee. So you map the whole experience and you take into account all the users, mm -hmm. not only the user, but also like all the people or yes, all the people that is involved in order for the user to get into that single thing that is like drinking a coffee. I see. That's almost like so that's almost like business then design or I guess. Um there you go. Yeah, it's, it's like a really small line between that. But what it makes it service is that there is like a research and we put like the the user in the in at the front, not only the end user, but also like some stakeholders as a worker. So mm. I'm an employer at 7-Eleven and for me, it's really tricky to know how to use the coffee machine to help the client then it's like a service designers will target that problem so one of the things that you can do in a service design project is like make a research around and interview people so you 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 have the you can interview for example the stakeholders like the client or even the people that works in the shop so you get to interview all these people and based on what they are telling to you, you map this experience. Mm. So it's not you who are talking about what is better, it's you explaining what is the situation based on these people that is like working on that. So basically it's like while doing this research, you bring the voice of these users. It's not me or like someone else detecting how the, the business should run. Mm -hmm. It's dictating like how the user needs to to run the business so for example if the client says hey every time that i buy a coffee in 7-eleven the i i start not buying it because the cup is is not possible to recycle and 7-eleven doesn't care about sustainability so in a services and project that is one thing that we can focus on address so mm -hmm. that can be, uh that can be changed through like 
better signage, also like doing more sustainable projects. So then it's like when a graphic designer appears and say, okay, how we communicate that, the sustainability part. And then it's like when other parts start working based on that mapping that a service design has done. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm, I'm glad I asked that question and you gave an answer. I feel like I've always wanted to know, like I studied industrial design, like product design at uni, and some people went into service design and I kind of know what it is, but hearing you explain it was clear, much more clearer and like give a kind of good overview. Um, oh, I want to know though, like from when I first met you, you like I were or are traditionally like a graphic designer and you were working on like you had a lot of branding projects and you worked for a branding agency. I knew that you were studying your degree in Australia and were interested in UX. I remember that. Um, tell me about like, because you've just described this service design situation, which seems almost like business and uh, research and things that aren't visual design, but you like began and in yourself like are a visual designer too. Tell me about how like like before we get into how you change from design to service design. Tell me about your like what you are your kind of history as a graphic designer and what you like about it and stuff like that. So being a graphic designer is something that I still love. Mm. And I think that it's like, it's something that I, I really have a passion on it and I can do like fun projects with it. So that's the main reason when I start graphic design, I was a bit confused because I was, I was at, at school and yes, I love art. I love creativity. I love like digital things, like doing things. But then I was like, I'm really bad at like at drawing. I'm like, I don't know how to even like do something, how, how I'm going to become this like graphic designer if I don't even know how to draw. And I was like having all these things about me and my confidence. Once they, well, I What age was that? I was 17. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. When I finished school. Actually, yes. I, because I didn't know what to study, I went to, um, I don't know how it calls here, but you know, a woman that reads my astral card. <laughs> <laughs> Rummy, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know what to do in my, in my career. <laughs> to that lady. You should put that on your CV. On your <laughs> and she was like, you know, like you're creative, uh, you're water. And she started like to tell me about like how like how I'm creative and I realized that since I was a kid, for example, I always tend to do some videos for my friends and I like to do some like signage for school projects or I was always in charge of the visuals. Also writing and speaking for me was not the way that I like to communicate most. I really like communicating or giving a message with something visual or has like a visual impact. Um, so yes, that's how I decide to, to study, uh, graphic design. I, to be honest, I was, I will give it a try and I would see how, how it goes because I was not sure about my skills, um, as a graphic designer, because I never draw when I was a kid, something that I just was really interesting, but never had the courage to. So yes, my parents support me. So I started uni at Buenos Aires. 
Uh, I'm I'm original from Cordoba, which is like eight hours from Buenos Aires. So I moved to Buenos Aires uh, and I started uni there, which was like amazing, great experience. Um, we start doing things manually, even the computer, and you can use like some softwares. What in my school they really want to teach you is not how to use the softwares because they are like changing all the time, mm. but how you use your brain or your, yeah, how do you use your brain to achieve like a visual result? So it was, <laughs> yeah, it it's was really good. Yeah, it's funny also, like I never thought that like when I started as a designer, everyone used everything Adobe, like Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, Adobe Flash. And like, you never thought that they would no longer be Adobe. And like, as a digital designer, that changed. And then some people used um, Sketch and now Figma. And yeah, you're right. So like, it's good. You didn't think that software will change, but software can change. And it's about you being a designer, not like just being using the software. Yes, it, it, it was more around understanding what message do you want to transmit to people with with your, with what like, for example, like you can achieve a result even if it's like something in the screen or in the wall or whatever it is, mm. uh, it has to be in the right moment in the right place and well said it. So it's more about that, that thought behind it, which was great because it forced me to do things manually and not think about the tool, which was like Photoshop or Adobe or Illustrator or even like could be yes, any other software that is nowadays. But um, and then in but then you came to Australia and then you were studied uh, again and you were working as well. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. So in Argent, like I studied graphic design like two years and a half in Argentina and then I met my boyfriend so when I met him he wanted to come here to Australia and I say okay like I might take like one year off of uni and like go to Australia and like have fun and enjoy so I took that year off and I traveled here to Australia I was uh first in Queensland into a woman a small town like enjoying like doing like random stuff uh till one day I was like oh uh, like I need to go back to Argentina to uni or what if like I finish uni here in Australia how are universities here like mm -hmm. it would be amazing also to see what opportunities this country can give me because you know like every time that like I think that like knowledge or education could be like totally different depending on the country that you are so I really want to see how it's in Australia mm -hmm. so I give it a go I start studying at really blue uh, here in Sydney, and the career name was like communication of graphic design, which was quite similar. Um, so yes, I started here, and it was funny because here it was like completely different. How was the approach to the subject, to to the to the yes to the um, profession? Mm. It was really good because it was like a different perspective, and I already got the two of them. Uh, this was was more like business driven. You have to. Be better at selling yourself as a designer how to speak with people about your ideas so it was really good because yes you need all that craft and all that good things but in the end you're selling everything like you need to get money from your projects so you need to know how to sell project products 
or sell like projects to your clients. So that was something really good because as a designer, sometimes we, because we are more visually, more visual, we struggle to sell or like to tell our ideas to other people. So it's like, how as a designer, I communicate that to a person that doesn't understand anything about visuals. They want to sell and make money. <laughs> mm. And then you are also working and freelancing. I remember you just reminded me now when I first met you and we said to like, have a look at your portfolio and it was lots of branding stuff. It was really good. And then I also, then after a while you started telling me that you were doing like random website jobs in manly <laughs> like for so like a car people and i was like i was like respect and not only that you were learning the coding you're doing i was like wow this girl is actually sick and then after that you were also working with the in a branding company with the like photographer and then that's when we became famous and got our pictures on the on the <laughs> on the packaging of the camera <laughs> um yeah so you studied in Australia, it was more, I guess, um, business minded. How did you then take that into uh, working yeah. after that? Yeah, so I was at Billy Blue and I was like, I was working also in hospitality and I hate it. Mm. I hated working as a waitress and I was like, why well, I'm losing my time working in this where I can like be a graphic designer. So I was like desperately like trying to look at an opportunity. Mm. And that's how I met Francisco also, because I was building on my portfolio uh, and I was like needing for help and advice. And Francisco helped me and mentored me in order how to present my projects, what is good, what is bad. He gave me like his point of view. So thanks to this guy, I was able to also, you know, build confidence to how I present my projects to, to when I was applying to, for jobs. Mm. Um, which was a little bit hard at the beginning. And also it took me time. Uh, I remember that one of the best, one of the reasons that they hired me at my previous jobs, uh, that is like a design and photography agency um, here in Brookville in Sydney. Um, one of the reasons that they hired me was because of a side project that I did mm. and I made it up myself. That. One that I really love. Yeah. Which one? So, I don't remember it, but tell me. It's called Orangutan. So basically, uh, one day I bought, um, you know, those things that surfers, like those big towels that surfers use to get change. I don't okay. know the name. So surfers, when they need to get change, they are like these big towels that they put on and it's like a sweater towel so they okay, can get okay. change. I'm going to Google it, but anyway, carry on. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, I'm not sure if it even exists. So basically I saw this. Oh, it doesn't exist. Okay, okay. I'm not. I don't know because I think that it's like it was from some Argentinians, and I'm not sure if they still produce it. But mm. yes, those towels are everywhere. So I saw. I, I wanted to give to my boyfriend as a present these towels, so I gave it to him. And the brand was called Orangutan, and the logo was horrible, horrible. Okay. But I'm really into the beach. I really love the beach, so I was like really into the beach. I really like like the concept of the brand. So I talked mm. to this guy, and I was like, hey, like. Would you mind if I like play with your like make you like, a rebrand for free and I use it like just for practice? Yeah. And I would say that never do something for free, something that everyone says. But at the moment, I didn't have the guts or the confidence. Yeah. Um, he was in Australia. I mean, in or Argentina. Yeah. The guy was here in Australia, and he told me, "Yes, yes, that will be amazing." So <laughs> I saw the logo. Yeah. 
Yeah. Unstopping everything. Uh, in the end, the guy never liked my logo. The, the guy, like, I, I couldn't like get the attention of the guy. So my like the, the, what I tried to do with the guy was not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it really helps me to my portfolio. Uh, thanks to that project, I got the job that I had uh, one year ago. And that goes to show. So what the guy didn't like the logo, but the professional branding agency did like yeah and even when i put it on behance everyone loves the project and i was like wow like i never thought about like this result because it took me ages the guy like the client like make like crazy go back and forth and it was really hard for me to to to, to see and uh, to build confidence mm. but in the end it really works like you know not not that not, not as i expected but works like super super good and that is something that i encourage like keep, keep doing like if you got if you got this gut feeling about something, just do it. Like mm. sometimes won't go the way that you want it to, but it, it really helped me to get this show, which was like much more important than get like the approval of that, like that, a person. Yeah, yeah. You're bro, Anita, you're sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Like one, I always think like you see, sometimes it's easier to say than like to do, but for people wanting to get a job, it's like <laughs> You kind of just have to do what's like you think is sick. And like, if you think that this Nike advert isn't good enough and you want to make a better one, then like you do that and a company will want you to do that for them as opposed to like waiting only for when I get a job that I'm going to do a Nike advert or whatever it is. Like, you know, you took the initiative to do that. And also I remember when we'd had our road trip to Oberon, and I remember you asking me about my company and what I liked about you, what you were saying was you were, you were happy to like criticize my, like the company, you know, like, oh, this website, oh, like, uh, I think it was on our old website. Oh yeah, this should change and this and that. And I was like, yeah, I was like, um, told my boss about it. Like, like, you know, like that's what our company looks for, especially in juniors and stuff is like, is to, to not just to to know what's good what you like and what you don't like and for what reason and that's what you I didn't know that story about the orangutan but that's good like you took the initiative and it also started off from you thought it was crap and you can do a better job and I think that's good that you did that and also one thing that I like like to mention is like when you design you cannot design for the whole audience like when you do something it, it it won't be like something that everyone will love. Like, for example, my mom, half of my design, she doesn't understand or she doesn't like, yeah. and it's fine. I'm yeah. just like, I'm not designing for her. Yeah, I'm yeah, this yeah. specific audience. Mm. So that's the thing also when you design, like it doesn't have to be nice for everyone. It has to be nice for the audience that you are designing for and has to speak to that people. Um, but yes, uh, was a really long and nice journey to like it, uh, that job at the Better Brands called that's the name of the company. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what do you think changed? What was your interest in like UX? And because yeah, when I met you, with graphic design was your experience, but you were very keen on UX and like how things worked. And even you had your portfolio later portfolio projects had like UX in it, so. How did that, because I think there's lots of interest in people wanting to get into UX. Um, 
but how how was that transition for you so that was like thanks to uni i i decided to do like a alternative subject mm. and i choose one that i like brought my attention and was like ux like user experience uh and when i started that subject i realized that there was like i don't know i felt like another type of passion which i'm really interested in like human be human behavior mm -hmm. and for me it's more around like you know i love arty things and visual things mm -hmm. but i think that i love it more for myself and do it because i love it rather than doing for other ones but what i really like to do when i design is to do things that help people or like even if it's like doing like a horrible wireframe that is like building like how to get a mortgage or like doing like some more experience i really i really like the the, the behavior behind it or understanding the people and see how i can help them through design so that that's the part that it really grasped me when i was uh doing this subject um to study the user and to listen their needs and design based on that whereas in my job I was like in a point that I was designing really cool things, but also have like projects like, for example, designing Instagram tiles or Facebook tile for clients okay. that that wanted to sell sustainable products okay. and they were not sustainable. So yeah. I was like doing things that I they they were not not ethical to me. Mm. Whereas like UX is not is not that doesn't mean that UX is like super ethical. Mm. Like some companies don't use it properly or like use it like against the user but what like more more around study the subject and do something with that information that you got mm. and how was the journey like practically for you to go to um become that like where did you start with your portfolio projects like if you you'd rebranded that guy's um towel brand how did you approach a ux thing for your portfolio and how did you then go out and reach out to companies and that type of stuff yeah so it was like a little bit time because after doing all that portfolio to get my first job i realized that i really want to change direction mm -hmm. so i have like to redo my portfolio and speak to a different audience or speak to different type of companies so it was like a a long journey as well and was like one year of me preparing my portfolio to be honest like when while i was doing like uni projects in most of them i use a lot of like ux so i got like a lot of good stuff but one thing that i was was not as good when i was doing the interviews with to get a ux role is that people wanted to see like not fake project they want to see real project which mm. was hard for me uh to get into yeah, but in my previous work, I managed to do one project and two using UX. Mm. Like I managed to convince my boss to start applying UX for, for example, doing websites or yes, especially for doing websites. I, I, I convinced my boss to start doing that. Mm. So that's how I get like to incorporate that based on my knowledge from uni. What but do you mean start to like... How do you you apply UX to your website that then didn't need it? So, for example, my last project in my previous job was to design a non-alcoholic website, mm. uh, so an, an e-commerce website for non-alcoholic drinks. It's called Sans Drinks, and it's like it's really interesting because 
it was like an amazing client that she came with this idea or she bought this business about selling non-alcohol drinks to Australia. So for example, wine without alcohol or beers without alcohol that now is getting really trendy. Mm-hmm. And that is something really unique as uh, around Australia because Australians really go through these spaces of like dry July or for Easter they tend not to drink or there are lots of people that is go- that are going like to lots of like drinking problems so they decide to start like drinking non-alcoholic drinks so they they can go for example to social events and drink but not with alcohol so i think that this was a really good project because you need to understand a bit around the audience like non-alcoholic yes non-alcoholic beverage is something really unique so that's how i start like i decide to do a little bit of research and also like competitive analysis between like other companies that were emerging with this proposal so that is how i uh, push this uh, to my boss and she was happy about it like she was she, she really understood and she was like yes like just do it <laughs> that's good and so uh yeah how did you oh so through that you added to your portfolio and then how did you transition like to actually getting a job in your current place hmm. Yeah, so in my current place, also, what I did a lot while I was working in my previous company, I think that was unconsciously, but I was like buying and reading a lot of books about UX or interaction design. Also, like I was listening to a lot of podcasts or following like really good agencies around uh, UX, like UX or product design or service design. Like, for example, if, if you want to have like really good references, there is one that is called Ideo org yeah 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 it's called frog so yeah yeah they have their own podcast so i started really listening to them and they were like super amazing and they blow my mind and i was like you know i need to go to these type of companies Mm. um so what i started doing is i did like kind of like a market research of like which companies in australia have like really good are really good in product or service design and that's how like fjord appeared Mm. When I was preparing my portfolio, I started also to contact people through LinkedIn that works in these companies. So I was really lucky that I contact one guy that works at Fjord. And I was like really interested in his role. He was like, his role was like kind of like product VR designer. And I was like, what is this role? This is really cool because also when you're when you're looking in this, people has like really strange roles sometimes and you don't know what they mean or like those they have like really intimidating names and then they talk to you about the name and you're like oh okay is that like i don't know for example creative technologist that is like a role that is around fjord as well that you're like what the fuck is creative technology what is that and yeah yeah i was like really curious about all these new roles so I approached to this person in LinkedIn and he came back to me with really great feedback. So we started talking and he was like, hey, like he was like really keen on having a look and give me feedback about my portfolio. Mm. And to be honest, I think that designers, we are like really, cons- we really help each other. Like we are really constructive. Like you helped me, Francisco, mm. this other guy helped me. Yeah. And I also help other people that, that wants to transition into like their design careers mm. or, or, or like, 
Yes, I think that I will really share everything because feedback is what makes you better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, I think I personally find when you're on the outside, like many people maybe who's listening to this, like, it seems so intimidating. Like, like that's also why I did this podcast. Like, you see that you, you look on LinkedIn, you see Anita Lopez, designer, like, and you see that picture and you think like, oh, they're so clever. And obviously you are clever, but like in this like corporate office, but actually they're all people and not that like, if someone approaches me or you in that kind of way that you, you see yourself in, or, you know, like, like you're like, this person is making an effort and they, and they, they, they want to get there. Maybe, maybe they haven't got the thing yet to show my company or my boss but you know they got the they, they, they need a little bit of help I think yeah people want to help but it's interesting like when you're on the outside everything seems so far away but it it helps to make their like personal connection with people and like yeah like become friends or ask for advice also, yes also it's a journey it's not that I like I started with a girl that read me the the, the card saying <laughs> oh, you should be avoiding people and i was like okay well, it's just like a journey and you should be open and also you do, you shouldn't rush like when like i decided to take one year off and i didn't finish uni to come here and look how i'm like where i am now all right i'll, I'll go one more question before i go to the quick fire round that rummy requested all right well last question is what would you say something to the the audience francisco really likes romy romy's like a great person and he will always mention her so (laughs) i hope that you get the pleasure to meet her in in other nice a mutual friend she's actually the witch that told you to be a designer (laughs) (laughs) okay wait okay final question is um what what advice would you give to your younger self like not that young like not not the witch lady self like the five years ago five years ago self which advice maybe more like emotional advice i feel like that is kind of yes of course like all the things and all the journey that i have been doing there were like lots of moments of anxiety and also like me wanting to know everything and be like perfect and yes and you know it's like i think that everything that i've done was really good but i i always been like more anxious that i should or yes i I would say like trust yourself more uh your gut feeling is something that you should like use and trust and not get crazy if you don't get results now like you will get them like just be patient and consistent and persistent I think like consistency and persistence like always help me. Mm. You don't achieve something from one day to another. You achieve something with patience and working and trying and failing and trying again and failing again. Mm. Very wise. So if you met <laughs> if you met younger Anita, you'd say like just relax. You don't know everything has to be perfect now, but if you keep continuing keep being consistent keep trying keep working keep applying for jobs like it it will come and also what i really like in your thing was uh 
like you said, the word journey and you're kind of in some ways, like at the beginning of this career, like service design, or you even don't know yet, you're still figuring out which way, but this isn't the beginning, like where you finished uni, like you, you studied in Argentina, you worked, you studied in Australia, you worked as a graphic designer, you worked freelance, you worked in an agency and, um, none of those like now you do something different but that still led you to where you are and i think people yeah like the people that we admire they don't they often where we where we see them is like not the beginning of their journey and maybe like you know took them to time to get there yeah. all right but is there anything he had wanted to say Not sure. I think that I have already said everything that I need to say, maybe. <laughs> Is there any piece of advice for other people out there? Yeah, I think actually that I get lots of people that want to be UX designers, people that studied like in like boot camps and things like that. And there's a market out there. Like, what would you advise them for getting a job or for getting what they want? Look, I know that it's really hard sometimes and challenging, but I will advise them to connect with people to chat with people and discovering things. I think like people always help you to read what you want and also to keep talking. Yes, I think that, like reaching people is always like a good advice. They'll be, they will help you and being connected, it will open you doors. Yeah. All right. You want to hit a quick fire round? I've just made this up in my head right now. Okay. Uh, what is that? I don't know what it what means a fire okay. round. You get 30 seconds to answer each question, yeah? Okay. okay. 30 seconds a lot. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Maybe it's gonna be like an interview. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm making this up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um what would be your dream product or service to make? 30 seconds. Ooh. <sighs> yeah, maybe I need the 30 seconds. Um I think that is more around animals like i'm really keen to do something that helps animals uh especially dogs rescue dogs um so my project will be like to have like to be able to get funds for helping dogs in the street especially in oh. argentina <laughs> in argentina is very clever okay 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 next question what's the most annoying stroke frustrating stroke thing that you would like to use that that you would like to fix in the world in that like kind of service design product design type thing go um and that is more around like people uh the people the designers that are behind some experience um that they put yes they prioritize a economic purpose rather than person so it's like more on like getting rid of like dark dark patterns okay 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 what else what else how could you use service design to make francisco lose his belly <laughs> Ooh, you don't need service design, mate. You need to like go and run outside. <laughs> Is that what your map looks like? 
I like your belly, Francisco. So I would say just keep it and don't worry about it. Okay, so the user research says no. All right, okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. Um, what would do you think would be the biggest difference doing if you were Anita today in Australia or Anita today in Argentina? What would be like the difference between those two Anitas? Yeah, would you be doing the same thing? Like work-wise, or would you be more? Maybe not. In Argentina, I would be like still finishing my university degree because it's like really complicated, and I would be much more poor. Salary <laughs> 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 sucks. True, 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 true. All right. What other good questions? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um. Um. I'm gonna ask a silly question. All right. What would be your dream, um, your dream burger? Like your dream burger and meal. Hamburger. My dream. Yeah, what's in it? Yeah. Ooh. Grill. Yeah. For me, like mayonnaise is the best thing of, of a burger. Has to get a lot of mayonnaise. No tomato. I don't like tomato. Oh my God. Burger. A lot of cheese amazing mayonnaise lettuce and a soft bread that oh. not touch the top of the bread with the bottom i don't like burgers that you can like squeeze them on the bottom of the bread touch with the bottom with it with the top okay Very <laughs> that's all my quick fire questions awesome awesome well, is there anything that no, you think we missed that you want to talk about? No, I want to thank you, Francisco. This is amazing, and what you're doing is great. So keep keep going. Uh, people will love it. I love it already. Yeah, baby. Also, thank you for doing this. And you're right. Like when you're saying, like, oh, designers want to help each other. Like we're helping each other. We're helping other people. Like that people can see this and get some not just like what you do, but see that you're cool and we're cool and we're just normal people and it's funny and yeah. Yes, and if someone feels like talking or reaching to me about like product service design, just like find me on LinkedIn or whatever and like just chat to me and we can connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, stay online, but I'm going to say bye. Say bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, bro.